Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast, where we believe that you get to create who you are being and who you become. And it's often the smallest changes and actions that make the biggest difference. Each week, your host, Dave Jorner, will bring you the best guests, tips and messages to inspire and help you to do life even better. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. I'm so grateful you are joining me again today and of course I hope you're creating a great day for you and for those around you. And I just want to give a shout out firstly to everyone who's been sharing the love. For anyone who's been sharing this podcast out there with your friends and your family on social media, anywhere at all, thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. It's a great way to help get these messages, get this podcast out there to even more people just like you to help even more people do their life even better. Now, after the last solo round, I received a lot of really positive feedback. So I thought I'd do another one today based on one thing that I've been thinking a lot about this week, and that is all about the idea of happiness. And this started off with a post that I read and then reposted myself, which is all about how happiness is an inside job and don't assign anyone else that much power over your life. And it's not just anyone, it's also anything. Don't assign anything that much power over your life. You know, sometimes we get caught up in, I need to have this more expensive car or this watch or whatever so that I can be even happier. And, you know, when we start taking more control of our happiness, happiness grows. It, it stays longer, it gets a lot stronger. And there's a whole number of things that we can do ourselves to be even happier. Another thing that got me thinking more about this happiness is during the week I had a couple of conversations with some people who were saying, you know what, I want to have an average day. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. I just want my day to be average. Now, for me, I don't understand that. I don't get how some, like even if you don't want to be there, I don't understand why you'd be okay, content with only having an average day. I mean, you might not want to be there, but that's okay. You get to choose what comes next, just like with your happiness. That's an inside job. You get to choose. You get to create your happiness. You get to allow it to grow. Sometimes it seems as if happiness is elusive. It's a magical state of being that only certain people ever get to achieve. Well, no, there's so much research out there that identifies specific things anyone can do to measurably increase happiness in their life. And so today what I thought we'd do is we'd go through a number of these key areas, a number of things that anyone can do to focus on to significantly increase happiness in your life. Because remember, it is an inside job. You are the one who is responsible for your levels of happiness. One of the areas is to focus on your attention. Um, would you believe that research has found that the absent mind is an unhappy mind? In fact, we are absent-minded, yes, 47% of the time. Imagine that. We're actually almost starting the day behind. If you can even simply increase your um, presence by 10% a day, you're already giving yourself a big advantage. Um, you know, Increase your presence in the time you are having with your loved ones, with your friends, with your family, even simply doing chores. What they found, for example, is if you were daydreaming about something pleasant, even when you're doing something you don't like, if you were daydreaming about something pleasant, you are still unhappier in that moment than if you are present doing the chore that you don't like doing, like washing the dishes or mowing the lawn or whatever. A present mind 
is a far happier mind. So how can you be even just 10% more present this week? Again, is it while you're driving, while you're walking, while you're spending time with friends and family and loved ones? Um, another one to help to give even more attention is to learn something new that requires your full attention, a new hobby, a new skill, um, playing an instrument, anything at all, something that's new. In fact, I used to go rock climbing because I knew that if I, if my mind was absent for even a split second, then that I could potentially make quite a costly mistake. So I had to be completely focused, completely present the entire time. And I know that made a big difference for me. So one of the key areas, again, is your attention. Now, speaking of attention, when your mind is wandering, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about the past or the present or the future? Now, we are often thinking about the past and the future, of course. And when you do so, are your thoughts mostly negative or mostly positive. You see, we all have bad things happen to us. Um, yes, some people seem to have more bad things than others, yet when we ruminate, when we keep thinking over the bad things in the past, that doesn't allow us to be in the more positive, happy states that we can. Um, we get to choose what do we focus on. Do we focus on those bad things or do we focus on the lessons that we learn? Do we focus on the outcomes? Do we focus on the growth um, that we received during that time? Um, and do we even focus, try to focus on things that find you joy, that um, created joy for you, that moments that um, allowed you to be incredibly proud of yourself and your achievements and people around you, focusing on things that you're grateful for. So again, moments in the past, we still get to choose which ones we focus on, the negative ones or the positive ones. Same with the future. You know, um, they say that hope is one of the greatest keys for resilience. And when you look to the future, do you focus on the things that cause you concern and worry and anxiety and nerves or, and fear? Or do you focus on the things that cause you hope, that allow you to be hopeful and excited about what's coming up? Um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I hear people say that there's nothing to be excited about. There's nothing ahead in their day to be hopeful for, to be excited about. They just have to go to work, just have to go to school, just have to go to uni, just have to do whatever, and there's nothing coming up. Well, sometimes I believe that we need to lower our standards. What do I mean? Well, what are the small little things that you can be excited about? What are the small little things, the little moments that you can be hopeful for? Uh, are you hopeful or excited about having a nice conversation with someone today? Or if, or can, can you create a moment to have a good conversation with someone? Is there your favorite song that you can put on as soon as you get in the car or put your headphones on? Or, or is it even just finishing your day, coming home, having a good meal and going to bed? When we think hard enough and when we lower our standards, there's bound to be things in your day ahead, regardless of what you're doing, that you can be excited about, that you can be joyful about. And if there's not, well, create one. Can you give someone a phone call and say, hey, I just want to say thank you and make a difference for them? So what can you be excited about in the future and hopeful about each and every day? And another one in terms of thoughts is your gratitude. Each morning, spending time in gratitude has been proven to increase happiness. Again, sometimes we need to, again, lower standards. When you wake up, I'm grateful that I actually woke up today. I'm grateful that I get to sleep in a bed. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I get to have breakfast. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful that I have a family, people who love me. Um, I'm grateful that I have opportunities. I'm grateful that I have somewhere to go today. It doesn't have to be big, intense, 
magical moments for us to be hopeful, excited, or grateful for. It can be those simple, small, everyday things. And when we do focus on those small, everyday things that we can be grateful for, we start finding more and more and more of those moments in our everyday lives. So in the morning, what are three to five things you're grateful for? And then again, revisit that at the end of the day. And even if you had a bad day, what are a couple of things you can be grateful for? Did someone smile at you today? Did you have a nice meal? Um, did you enjoy the sunshine? Or did you enjoy the rain? Whatever it is, how can you allow yourself to be grateful for a number of things during your day? Another one, a big key one now in terms of creating happiness is exercise. You hear a lot of people say 30 minutes of exercise a day. And yes, it's so true. 30 minutes each morning has a significant impact on your happiness. It reduces stress. It increases self-esteem, motivation, productivity, confidence. It helps with your brain health. Uh, it helps you sleep better. And of course, when you sleep better, you're happier the next day. Exercise has so many benefits for you. Um, it can be your alone time. It can be time to catch up on podcasts or audio books. It can be time just to listen to music. It can be time to catch up with friends and loved ones. Exercising makes such an incredible difference for your health and your well-being. Um, a lot of people say, again, 30 minutes a day. Sometimes people say every second day, but try as often as you can exercising. And even just during the day, don't take the lift, take the steps. Um, stand up and instead of sitting down all day, find moments where you can stand up and move around. Watch your posture. Um, they talk about how you know, movement creates mood. So keep on moving throughout the day. It makes a big difference. And then as I mentioned, sleep. Are you allowing yourself to get between seven and a half to eight and a half hours sleep each night? Because that affects your mood, it affects your emotional regulation, it affects your memory and everything. And as we know, we interpret the world through our own lens. So if we're in a negative mood because we haven't slept enough, then yeah, unfortunately your day will be a lot more negative. Why? Again, because we interpret the world through our own lens, through our own emotions, our own intelligence, our own wisdom, our own experiences, and our own values. And so to set yourself up by having a great sleep allows you to have a more positive lens for the day ahead, for everything else that's about to come. Another one is nutrition. What are you feeding yourself? Um, food is data for your body. You know, like um, when we uh, feel a bit low, we sometimes go for the caffeine and the sugar, and that helps us feel good. It gives us an energy high, a boost in the energy. But then we have a big slump afterwards. We crash out in energy, and we feel back, we feel down again. So, can we cut out on the caffeine a bit? Cut back on the sugar, um, and instead eat whole foods. Um, eat foods that are high in protein and good fiber and, and healthy fats and try to avoid the comfort foods you know like instead of going for the pizza or the donut or the extra bit of cake or the sausage roll or the pie or the soft drink of some sort is there another healthy alternative um, because again food is data for your body and for your brain and absolutely affects your mood another one spend time with positive people Negative people bring you down. It's contagious. Emotion and, and energy is contagious. So are you spending time with people who are positive, people who build you, people who you look forward to spending time with? Um, if there are negative people in your lives, negative relationships, relationships that aren't the way that they could be, well, again, there's an abundance of research and information out there about things that you can do to help 
improve your relationships, how to have those important conversations that you need to have, how to tell the loved ones in your life that this is what I need in my relationships with you so that you can improve and enhance these relationships to help you and them be even happier as well. So again, spending time with positive people makes a big difference for you. Uh, listen to good music. I find that there's some music that I put on first thing in the morning in the car and it gets me into the zone. It helps me feel good. Um, and if I'm really feeling a bit flat, I'll even uh, scream the song out to myself and yeah, make sure the windows are up so no one can hear me around. But just doing that, again, it releases the endorphins and the energy. Listening to good music at the right time really does help to boost your mood. Another one, create a good balance of time in and Time out. Being aware of where you are able to draw into that natural energy, where you're able to um, gain more energy. Is it from spending time with people or is it from spending time on your own? Is it from connecting with nature, going for a walk, going for a run, um, watching the sunset, watching the sunrise, something like that? Is it about connecting with your deeper self, your spirituality, uh, through journaling, through prayer, again, through nature, through conversations with other people, creating a good balance between time in with others and then time out, time on your own? is incredibly important. And these things we've just spoken about help in the three key areas in terms of mind, body, and your spirit. So when you build up your mind, when you build up your body, when you build up that internal spirit, the way that you um, connect again with yourself, understand yourself, give you time in and time out, that helps to boost your overall sense of well-being and your happiness. So for this week, which is a key area that you are going to work on? What are those key areas for you? Is it your attention? Again, 47% of the time we're absent-minded. So can you be uh, more attentive, even just 10% of your day? So is it your attention? Is it gratitude, exercise, sleep, nutrition, time with positive people? Is it music? Is it balance of time in and time out? What are the things you can do this week? to help take control of your happiness, to boost that even more because you deserve a happy life. You can create a happy life. When you live a happy life, that helps you live your life to the fullest for you and for those around you. So thank you very much for joining me today on this solo round of the Do Love Better podcast. And please do keep sending in the reviews and the feedback. I love to hear what you're thinking. So please do let me know. And if you would like to be the fan of the week, please leave a review in whichever app you're using to listen to this right now. Please share it out there with some friends and family. And thank you very much for joining me. I can't wait to have you with me again next time. Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all our show notes at www.projecthatch.com.au forward slash do life better. If you'd like to book Dave Joyner to speak at your event, company or school, you can contact him at hello at projecthatch.com.au. You can contact us on Facebook at Project Hatch and on Instagram at project underscore hatch. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you think would benefit from these messages. And now it's time to get out there and do life better.